Looking to brighten your smile and boost your confidence? Look no further than Brighter Shades Ahead, your ultimate destination for teeth whitening. Jamie, the founder, has over 20 years of dental expertise. As a licensed and certified teeth whitening professional who understands the challenges of motherhood, she's here to help you. As a valued listener, you can take advantage of an exclusive offer. Mention this podcast and receive a generous $25 discount on a blissful 90-minute session. Whether you're preparing for dental work or just looking for a confidence boost, visit brightershadesahead.com or call or text 801-550-4693. Again, 801-550-4693 to schedule your next whitening session. Remember, Brighter teeth won't solve all your problems, but they're a beautiful reminder that brighter days are always ahead. I recently got my teeth whitened by Jamie and loved the experience. I am excited to go back and I know you'll love the experience too. So book her today. Ready to have more energy, fit into your favorite jeans again, and just feel good? Shannon Galladay is here to help you create a healthy lifestyle so you can be your best for the people you love most. Shannon, the founder of Galladay Fit, has over 12 years of experience as a health and fitness coach and a year of experience as a life coach. As a mother of three girls who struggled with her weight during pregnancies, she understands what it's like to get her body back after having babies. As a valued listener, you can take advantage of an exclusive offer. Mention this podcast and receive a generous $20 discount on our our fitness and nutrition package, plus a free 30-minute life coaching session with Shannon. Whether you want to lose the baby weight, run a 5K race, or just feel better in your clothes, call or text Shannon at 480-823-2595. You can also go to yourwellnesscheckin.com to get Shannon's free checklist and videos to help you start feeling better right away. It's time to start feeling and looking your best so you can take care of the people you love most. Shannon is so welcoming and easy to talk to. I just love interacting with her. I know working with her could be a meaningful experience. The following presentation is a production of Ride the Wave Media. Step into the world of A's for Adversity, a podcast where we explore the journey of motherhood. Join us weekly as we navigate the intricate garden of self-discovery amidst the trials of motherhood. This is your space to nurture your identity and bloom. I'm your host, Jen Banks. Hey there, thanks for joining me on the podcast today. I am just in a really good mood. It's been a fun past couple of weeks. The sun has been shining. It doesn't even feel like winter. And we've gone to three birthday parties the last three Saturdays. A couple weeks ago, we went to a dinosaur party at the Thanksgiving Point Dinosaur Museum. And then last week, we went to a frozen birthday party. We had an indoor snowball fight and a ball pit. It was just tons of fun. And then today... We went to a birthday party for a little girl who was turning two, and it was a flamingo party, so parties all around. Between last week with Carla and Lift Cake Parties, and this week, my guest will be talking about her in-home baking business with cakes and cake decorating. You are all set. If you have a party coming up, you know where to turn. I wanted to share quickly my favorite go-to. It's to have a set gift that you give for each birthday party for that year because it kind of takes the decision out of it and you're just ready to go. You could even have a couple stocked up in your cupboard. So my favorite for my current boys' age is to give Play-Doh and we just have a couple sets and then when birthday parties come, we just know what to give. So you could decide what fits for your life season or your kid's season and just plan on that. That way you don't even have to think about it. So yeah, our guest today is Carissa Starks and she'll talk a bit about her journey and how she got into cake decorating and 
I can't wait to share this interview with you. Thank you for joining us, Carissa. Of course, I'm happy to be here. Would you mind introducing yourself to my audience a little bit before we get started? Yeah, of course. So my name is Carissa, like she said, and I actually grew up here right in South Jordan, and I actually graduated from Bingham High School, so it's great to be back on my old stomping grounds. And after graduating high school, I actually moved to Idaho, where I played college soccer for North Idaho College. I've always been into working out and doing things like that, and so that was just kind of my dream was to go play college soccer and um, was able to do that. But then shortly after, I ended up meeting my husband. He actually moved to South Jordan from Ogden, and that's how we met and ended up getting married. And two years after we were married, we moved internationally. Uh, we went to just outside of Tokyo, Japan, in a town called Kawasaki, and we lived there for almost four years. When we moved there, we have, had a seven-month-old son, and then I had a daughter that was actually born in Japan. And after our time there, we moved back here to South Jordan and bought a home right before COVID hit. And during COVID, we welcomed my third child, which is a little boy too, to our family. And we've loved it and don't plan on moving anytime soon. Great. Well, thank you for that introduction. That's fascinating that you lived international for a while. Not a lot of people can say that. <laughs> no, not a lot of people can say that. And it was definitely a good experience, but hard. Yes, for sure. Well, I'm glad you're in the Daybreak area. We'll just talk a little bit about who you are, and then we'll move into a little bit about what you do. So what would you say is your favorite song? When I first thought of this question, I had to laugh because my playlist currently consists of Old MacDonald Had a Farm and Thunder by Imagine Dragons. But if I had a choice, I would turn on oldies because it reminds me of my childhood and growing up because that's what I listened to with my dad. Oh, that's so great. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, I've swapped out this question for each guest that I've had this season, and it's fun to hear a different question for each personality. So what are some of the hats that you wear in your life? Like I mentioned, I'm a mom of three kids, and so being a mother is my first and most important job at this time. And then also being a wife. There you go. Yeah. What is one of your core values? What do you feel like drives you day to day? Well, I grew up in a home where I watched my dad work very hard every day. He was also a person who worked hard and played hard, which I love about him. So I have found that I have been able to maximize the opportunities I've received in life if I work hard and give it my all. Uh, We have also found that working hard as a family has made it so that We can have things that not only that we need, but also want. So I would say one of my core values is hard work. That's great. And I love that you're being an example for your kids and passing that on too. It's interesting to to be a mother because you have your own core values that you're wanting to instill into your children. And then they have their core values that they kind of bring to the table too. And so it's interesting being in a family and working with all those personalities and dynamics. Oh, it definitely is. And trying to work with those different personalities can be hard. Yes. Yeah, I feel like hard work was something that was instilled in me as well, as well as service and, and giving back. And so I feel like that kind of rings true for me too as I as I move my life forward and to pass that along to my children. Of course. And I feel like children now kind of expect things. And so I'm trying to teach my children that if they want something, they've got to work for it. Yes. I saw a meme recently and it said, you know, how do you teach your kids hard work, but appreciation for what they do have? Or how do you give them all the things that you want to give them, but not let them be spoiled? You know, it's, it's such a balance. And, 
and we want to do so much for our kids, but how do we also raise them to be capable human beings? So exactly. When have you experienced some adversity and how did it refine your character? You know, as I said before, I moved internationally and my time in Japan was an extremely refining experience for me. I actually moved there when I was at the age of 21 and I moved to a country where I had no friends, I didn't speak the language, and I honestly had no sense of direction. You, It was like I felt like I was dropped in the middle of nowhere and I had no idea what to do or how to do it. Um, you live in a place like the U.S. where you're comfortable, where you can go to the grocery store and buy the food you want, where you can pay your bills and take your kids to the doctors and they'll automatically give them, you know, the immunizations that they recommend. And and it's, it's very convenient. But there it was not. It was very inconvenient. And I have a vivid memory of standing in the grocery store aisle with tears in my eyes because I couldn't find the groceries I needed. I just wanted to make a simple barbecue chicken meal and I couldn't find barbecue sauce because I couldn't read any of the labels. Hmm. And I had to learn how to live in an uncomfortable environment. And through this experience in Japan, I learned that I could do hard things. And I think that that is important as a person to learn that you're capable of doing hard things. And there are many things that I had to figure out, like I said, the transportation, the grocery shopping, paying the bills, taking my kids to the doctors and things like that. Yeah. Wow. I can't even imagine. I may have missed this part, but is your husband from Japan or how did or did he get a job there? So my husband served his LDS mission in Japan. And then after returning from his mission, he moved from Ogden to South Jordan. And that's how we met. But shortly after we were married, he was having a hard time in his career and kind of crazy, but his mission president called him just to check up and see how he was doing and and found out that he was starting to look for a new job. So his mission president actually hired him and they got to work together for a little bit. And then they looked, they needed someone who could run the Asia division of their company. And they hired Aaron to do that. So we moved to Japan and was based out of Japan. And then he traveled throughout Asia. Got it. So does he still work for that job or was that kind of a thing for that time? That was a thing for that time. That was a former job. He's moved on now. Got it. Wow. So fascinating where life takes us. (laughs) It is. (laughs) Yes. Are you looking for peaceful screen-free activities? Introducing Daybreak Dough, a local homemade Play-Doh and sensory kit business that uses natural ingredients found in your kitchen. Ash has been making homemade Play-Doh and sensory activities since 2016. As a preschool teacher, she immediately saw the impact creating engaging sensory experiences had on her young students and started using them as a tool to help with her own mental health too. Homemade Play-Doh and sensory activities offer many benefits for young children, adults doing inner child work, and anyone who is seeking more play in their lives. Daybreak Doe's mission is to remind all of us the importance of sensory play, no matter our age. Visit www.daybreakdoe.com and enter code adversity at checkout for 10% off your entire order. Daybreak Doe can also be found on Instagram and Facebook with the handle at Daybreak Doe. I ordered a few of these from Ash and I love them so much. My preschoolers stay engaged for a very long time and request these kits almost daily. Whether you're ordering one for yourself or some kids in your life, you won't be disappointed. Have you ever been curious about the energies that influenced you the moment you took your first breath? Are you captivated by the cycles of the moon? Are you intrigued by the connection you feel to the stars in the universe? If so, having your birth chart read can answer these questions and give you insight to the cosmic blueprint that was made when you were born. 
Kaya Community founder Cambria Davis is an experienced astrologer and energy healer that has the unique ability to unveil the magic of your birth chart and the essence of your soul in ways that will resonate with you for years to come. Not only can this 60-minute reading connect you deeper with the stars, the cosmos, and yourself, it can help you return to your soul's essence and to remember the purpose you have here during this existence. It can provide direction and guidance if you feel stuck or lost. And most importantly, it can help you be in alignment with the timing of your life. Follow your soul today and book your reading with Cambria by visiting www.kayacommunity.com. That's community with a K. Or find the link in the show notes. I met Cambria at the business networking lunches in Daybreak and have been so fascinated by her talents and personality. And I'm so excited to have my reading done with her in the future, as well as a girls' night where she will do birth chart readings. Book a session with her and be sure to mention that I sent you. Okay, well, let's move in a little bit to what you do. So how did you get involved in cake decorating and baking? And that's a great question. You know, when I grew up, I had no interest in baking. I loved sweets. I mean, who doesn't love a good piece of cake? But I you know, I wasn't into it. Right. And it wasn't for my, my passion didn't start for baking until we had moved to Japan and my son was having his first birthday. And it's really common in Japan not to have an oven. And so in these tiny apartments, uh, most people do not have ovens. And so I had to figure out how to bake a cake for my son's first birthday. And through trial and error, I figured out that I could actually bake a cake in my rice cooker. And to this day, I swear that they are the best, most moist cakes you will ever have. They're delicious. But yeah, so I learned it that way. And after that, it's like every holiday, every birthday, every celebration, I started making a cake for it because everybody loved it. And they loved the fact that it was made out of a rice cooker. So that's how I got started. And from there, it just, my passion grew. That's so fascinating. That's great. I know as moms, we're kind of the party planners, the celebration creators. So that makes sense that it was tied to an experience like that. That is so fascinating. I It makes me laugh to hear that you did it in your rice cooker. That is so resourceful. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to bake you one and bring you a piece because they are so good. It's a really thick and dense cake. Yeah, that is so unique. That's awesome. Well, what is your dream for your business now? How do you see it growing or what do you want it to turn into or become? You know, that's a great question. Uh, Right now, I'm just doing what I can with three young kids. You know, my first and foremost priority is them and being there for them. So I don't want to be spending all my time in the kitchen. But as I thought about this question and, and it was good for me to reflect, but within the next two years, I would really love to start building my clientele and filling my schedule, but not just with like custom birthday cakes. I would love to start filling my schedule with wedding cakes. I find that I really enjoy doing the wedding cake process of the design, the baking and the delivering. Yeah, that's great. And what a neat thing to be part of such an interesting piece of the celebration, you know, the wedding cake, that's, that's a huge deal. And that's, that's so fun. I know that my wedding cake was important to me when I got married. And so that that's really neat to share in that process of creating it and then making it come to pass. And, you know, not everybody loves wedding cake, but most everybody wants the experience of the cake cutting, you know, the photos and things like that. And so I've done anything from small, simple cakes to, you know, four tier cakes that are extravagant. Yeah, that's neat. And it's cool too how 
wedding cake designers are able to really tailor it to the person's wants and style. And it's neat to see all the unique cakes that there are out there. Yes, there is. And it's a lot of fun to see the new and upcoming techniques and things like that. Yeah. Do you find that you kind of daydream about cakes or designs? Do you ever like sketch any or is it mostly like up in your head? You know, I have designs in my head that I would love to try, but it's honestly when a client or a customer or client comes to me, they pretty much design it, tell me exactly what they want and I bring it to life. So I don't always get the chance or the opportunity to do what I want to do, but occasionally on my birthday or my husband's birthday, I get to try new things. That's so great. So you mentioned wedding cakes. Who else are your ideal clients or customers? Who do you feel like you work with the most? You know, it all depends on the product I'm selling, obviously. But my ideal cake customer are those who are willing to pay for a unique and completely customizable product. Anybody can go to Costco or Walmart and get a sheet cake that says happy birthday written on it. But I provide a more personal experience and a more personalized product. That's so great. I love that. I have seen cake and cookies, all those types of things become such a art expression and such a integral part of a celebration or party. So it's so fun to see what can be done with cakes and cookies. It's almost like a canvas, you know, it's it's way cool to see how it complements the party. And the sweets can become the decor of the party which is really nice. It's a beautiful centerpiece for a table or for the serving area. Yes. Do you have a favorite quote or mantra that guides what you do? As I mentioned before, you know, I loved working out. I played college soccer. Any chance I get, I would love to go play on a co-ed team, you know, there at Gardner Village and things like that. And I don't get the opportunity to work out as much as I did, but getting out if it's on a run or at the gym and baking a sweat is kind of a therapy for me. And I'm actually currently taking a cycling class and I'm new to cycling, but I love the instructor because during cycling, the cycling classes, she throws out quotes and she says really inspiring things, you know, that doesn't just relate to the exercise, but to life. And it was actually just a few weeks ago that she said, you know, guys, Michelangelo said, Lord grant that I may always desire more than I can accomplish. And when she said that, I mean, here I am sweating in a cycling class and I got chills because I'm like, wow, that just, it hit me hard because sometimes people don't think that they're capable of much. But if we strive to do more than what we think, we can do, we can amaze ourselves at what we're capable of. Yeah. Wow. That is very profound. I love that. I feel like that's part of my mission too. In producing this podcast, I I want to encourage moms that they're more than just a mom, you know, like, of course we love our children and they're our first priority, but we can't forget about ourselves at the same time. You know, we, we need to be pouring just as much energy into our needs and goals and desires as we are with our children. So I love that, not forgetting our dreams and just realizing that we are more capable than we believe. Exactly. Is there anything else that you wanted to share with my audience? You know, I love that you brought up, you know, just being a mother and that we're capable of doing things. And baking, it's more than just baking for me. If it's baking that you enjoy, if it's something else, it's important that you just go out and try You know, I started with a rice cooker and a butter knife. Now, 
If you were to look at pictures, that cake was nothing special. But through that experience, I learned something new. And I started, you know, I started a little fire within within me that was like, wow, I enjoyed that. That was fun. I wonder what else I could do. And through some hard work and lots of errors, I now have what I consider a successful small business. I've had many trials, you know, including anxiety, which I feel like a lot of people have, um, especially kids. And I feel like people are scared to talk about it. And anxiety was something that got in the way because I told myself I wasn't good enough. I couldn't do that because I started getting worked up inside. Thinking about trying to start a business made my heart start racing because I didn't think I could do that. But thanks to my husband who continued to encourage me and tell me that, you know, you can do it. You can do anything you want to do. I was able to overcome a lot of the social anxiety that I have and I still have and I still struggle with and I've done something that I never thought I could do. Yes, that's so important. Thank you for bringing that up because a lot of us see our limitations and we focus on those instead of, you know, how we can work around it or get the support that we need or just, you know, taking a deep breath and taking that step. But I love how you're in that process, you're taking those steps and moving forward with this and you've turned your passion into into a way to make money and also, you know, share your talents with others. So thank you for doing that. And how can people order from you if they want one of your cakes? You know, the best way to get in contact with me right now is through social media, if it's Instagram or Facebook. But usually when people reach out to me on there, I just give them my direct phone so that they can call or text me because I reply a lot quicker to those than I do social media. But if you Google me, I will come up on Google. It's just Eat My Sweets by Carissa. Or if you look it up on Instagram or Facebook, the same thing, Eat My Sweets, then you say by Carissa, I will come right up and you can contact me there. Perfect. Thank you. And I wanted to share too that Carissa made a fabulous cake for a Business in Bloom event that I hosted. And I will make sure that we share that again on my social media so that you can see some of Carissa's work. And again, go and follow her on Instagram. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time. It was so great to talk to you and hear your experience. Thank you, Jen. And this was really good. So thanks for the opportunity. Thank you as always to Blaine from Ride the Wave Media. I hope you'll check out the other podcasts on Ride the Wave Media. It is so fabulous to be part of this network and all the creative individuals who have podcasts. And I will talk to you again next week.